Happy Monday and welcome back to the Salon Owner School podcast. I am Sam Huber, the CEO at Pip University. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. So on today's episode, we have Rich Life CEO professors Jesse and Amanda, and they are going to teach you how to juggle it all without all the overwhelm. So let's dive in. So today we figured we'd talk about how to juggle it all. Um, you know, one of the top three issues we hear on a daily basis, um, is I don't have enough time and I'm so overwhelmed. I want to get off the hamster wheel, but don't know how. So Amina and I thought we would talk about some of the things that we juggle and the proactive systems that we use to combat, combat the overwhelm. And then also just knowing when to give yourself some grace. So Amanda, we'll kind of start with, you know, who we are and what we do and the things we have to juggle. And then we'll kind of go on from there. So Amanda, you want to get us started? Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so I own a pretty big, um, I guess not big, big, but we, we have about 14 employees, um, a salon in central Illinois. And so we've got that. I also do, you know, I'm a professor for Pip University. I've got two kids that are in, one is actually just getting ready to go into junior high. The other one is um, in going to be going into fifth grade. So we have lots and lots and lots of kids' extracurricular activities and sports and all of that fun stuff. And um, we live on a farm out in the middle of nowhere. So we have animals and uh, we live on about five acres so there's constantly like just always something to fix that is either broken or there's always mowing or yard work um so we're just we live a very very busy life um so for me like i struggled early on being a business owner of like really trying to figure out my schedule um i would get so overwhelmed i'd have like a task list a mile long and I just always felt so overwhelmed and so stressed out and just all kinds of things going on and I know when I started PIP University last year one of the things that they really um, talked about at the very beginning of the course is time blocking and that's something like I've heard of time blocking before I've read a million different books about it and managing your time but they actually kind of like walked you through the process of doing it and it was literally like life-changing for me <clears throat> um so basically what they have you do is not only go in and like block your time out but you're actually getting very intentional with that time so like I in the past I had like marked stuff out on my schedule that I needed to that like, I'm going to work from two to four on this day in the salon, but I would never get like super specific with what I needed to work on. So I'd end up getting distracted and then I'd start like five or six different projects and nothing would ever get finished. Um, so with this, it was nice. I, I learned that, you know, you write down all your tasks that you have to get done. You have your, your hour one. And I know Jesse will talk a little bit about this too. But you have your hour one at the beginning of the week and you literally just brain dump onto a sheet of paper everything that you want to get done. And then you start picking those tasks and you put them, start like plugging them into your schedule uh, for the week. So that way, when you start your, your business time, you have like a very specific like 
tomorrow I plugged into our, my calendar. Um, I have to work on some insurance audit stuff that I know is going to take me a little bit. So I plugged just working on that specifically into my schedule tomorrow for a couple hours. And it really helped me to kind of, um, just organize my time a little bit better and have my family time scheduled in. So if, you know, we had kids activities and, um, social functions and stuff like that, like my family stuff always got plugged in first, um, which was super helpful because I didn't want my kids to feel like mom works all the time. And I had, um, I was a workaholic and I, I will a hundred percent go workaholic if my schedule is not in control. <laughs> so that's one thing that kind of helped me. Like, do you want to talk about a little bit what, what you do, Jesse? Yeah, sure. So, um, I am a salon owner in Omaha, Nebraska, and I've got a, a much smaller than Amanda's. Um, I have a six chair salon. Um, and then I'm also a professor for PIP and then I have four kids. So, the juggling is real over here. I don't have a farm, so I'm not quite um, quite there with you, Amanda, but uh, I have a teenager, a 15-year-old daughter um, in high school, and then I have a six, five, and almost three-year-old. So I've got a couple different spectrums where I've got a teenager who has a full social calendar, and I'm chauffeur and then I've got and she's got you know sports and um, all of that good stuff and then I've got my younger kids who are still very dependent on me and um, you know so my work day it has to fit in between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. and that's kind of I have to get everything in because the rest of the time is dedicated to my family so I have to split that work day between Pip University and the salon. So I had to get extremely intentional with my time. And just like Amanda said, it it kind of all came down to time block and figuring out how the heck was I going to achieve everything and get everything done within, you know, that short work day. And there were times where, um, you know, I I'm not a big sleeper. I <laughs> I just, my brain doesn't shut off. So I kind of said that I have a work day that consists from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then I kind of turn back on around 11 p.m. Once my um, children are in bed, even my teenager and my husband, and I kind of go back down to my desk and um, work. But it's not a need to, it, you know, it used to be a need to. Now it's, you know, I kind of work on some of the fun stuff and it's my alone time. So um, it switched from just having to, you know, burn the midnight oil out of necessity versus now when I don't necessarily need to. I just, like I said, my brain doesn't shut off and I don't sleep ever. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of my life and, and what I do. And, um, you know, we, like I said, we have so many students who that's one of the main reasons they come to us is because they're so overwhelmed and because they just can't seem to get off that hamster wheel. So time blocking, <clears throat> excuse me, time blocking is um, such a huge, huge essential system for anybody who wants to, you know, stay sane, have good mental health, but then also see personal and business growth. And, 
you know, like Amanda says, we kind of break it down in the course, but basically you do that brain dump, you figure out everything that you want to accomplish in the week, and then you just start to plug everything in. Like, how long is this going to take you? Um, and then you have your regular time blocks that just are, you know, reoccurring time blocks. What, you know, what day I have specific days that I work on the salon and specific days that I work for PIP. And then if there's like, I need to check in on a PIP day at the salon, then I block that in and make sure that, you know, I adjust accordingly. Um, and then that's, that's kind of how you juggle it. Look at that. And, you know, you want to make sure that you're asking yourself some really big questions when you're time blocking. How do you want to spend your time and the why behind it? I'm a big believer in having a why for pretty much everything because, you know, we talk about core values in our business, but it's really important to have your values in your everyday home life as well. And, you know, kind of like Amanda, when you say that you make sure your kids um, and your family stuff is on your calendar first. So then you can, you know, you can say no to something if you already have a commitment with your kids, making sure that, you know, that value is there before you say yes to anything else. Um, and then, you know, you want to make sure that you're being proactive versus reactive. You know, if you're just reacting to everything that's happening around you and trying to be like, oh my gosh, I have all these things I got to do you know, kind of running around like a chicken with its head cut off, um, which is how I was like 100% of the time um, for a long time. But then, you know, becoming proactive and really thinking about, okay, these are the things that are going to be coming up for me. I need to go ahead and put them in the calendar, make sure I've got them. And then also, you know, knowing when those dentist appointments are, knowing when the doctor's appointments are so that you're not over committing. Because I think as business owners, that's probably one of the biggest things that we do because we're people like we love people and we want to take care of our teams and we want to say yes to everything. We don't want to put it on somebody else. Well, sometimes you have to say no. And so knowing when you are busy and when you're already committed is instrumental to your success. So Amanda, jump in anytime. Um, yeah. No, I but, absolutely. Like, as you were talking, I was just kind of thinking, like, and I've heard this a million times, and I know that everybody has, but I feel like we, like, almost kind of glorify being busy. So I, I back to, like, every single time that somebody, you know, I run into a friend or whatever, and they're like, oh, how is everything going? And, you know, it's the simple, the regular response of, oh, I'm busy, but, you know, blessed, ha, ha, ha. And it, but it's so true. Like, our first response for everything is, like, we're busy. But it's like we use that as like a, a medal of honor and it's it shouldn't be that way. Like I honestly have more um, respect for somebody that knows how to manage their time well. And um, I just me personally, I want to be the right amount of busy. Like I don't want to be so busy that I'm too out to, to notice what's going on and enjoy life, really. And so that kind of got me thinking about some of the things that. Um, I have specifically been doing as well to also help me because I know that you had mentioned like mental, like your mental health is really important. Um, so recently this last month, I hired a nutrition company um, and they work all on like functional nutrition. I 
just how I've been tired all the time. I drank way too much caffeine. Um, and I just, I mean, I'm 34 years old and I'm like, I shouldn't feel like this every single day. Like I need a nap <laughs> halfway mm-hmm. day and I just felt like crap. And so I, you know, sought out a functional nutritionist and have been working with them. And two weeks, they have you go through like a pretty intense, they call it a flush, and it just kind of resets your body. Um, You still eat a ton, but it's like, you know, no gluten, no processed sugar and all of that, no caffeine. And I had so much energy um, by the end of those two weeks and without caffeine, without any of that. And there is something to be said about like, putting the right things into your body will mentally help you perform better at work. And I a hundred percent like that, the last few weeks I've been working, I have been the most productive that I have ever been (laughs) probably ever because I'm putting good things into my body and my brain fog and mental clarity. Like it's all just on a completely different path. So that's one thing that I will really tell people is that if you really want to, you, you know, change things like change, change how you treat your body, like treat it with respect, put good things into it. Um, and it's gonna, it'll help, you know, with the, the clarity aspect and, um, energy of running a business and having kids and all of the crazy stuff. Um, and then also one of the things that I've done recently, um, I like to, again, plug a bunch of different things into my schedule I like cleaning my house. I love having a clean house. Like that is it, it like helps with my stress level. When I come to home to a clean house, like I'm just a more productive person. Um, I'm happier when my house is clean, but to be honest, it doesn't ever get done. (laughs) And so I come home and you know, the house isn't always put together or whatever. And it stresses me out. And then I shut down and I don't want to do anything the rest of the evening. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I started doing recently is I'm actually in the process of getting ready to hire a cleaning lady because I, I don't have the time for it. And, you know, we've gotten to a place where financially we can afford to do that like biweekly and it just takes something off my plate that I don't have to be doing. Um, So that's another thing is it's like thinking about overall the things in your life, like what are the things that you can delegate to other people that will take, you know, take something off of your plate? Because even if somebody can only do it 80% as good as you, it's still better than you trying to do 100%. um, And honestly, you're not even doing 100% because you have 9 million other things going on that you mentioned too. So yes, uh, I agree so much with you on that. It's I mean, I, it just reminded me of a story. So I definitely have a cleaning lady because this, it's just not something that would get done um, with the four kids and everything else going on. But I, I don't remember where I saw it, but there was this, I think it must've been a post or something. And it said, run the dishwasher twice. And I was like, wait, what? And there, it went on to say like, you know, had this whole story about a, a woman who was completely overwhelmed and couldn't get anything done. And she had all these dishes piling up in the sink and she ended up talking to somebody and he was like, well, where does it say that you can't run the dishwasher twice? And she's like, well, I don't understand. He goes, well, if you're struggling with, you know, the rinsing of the plates and doing all that before you put it in the dishwasher, put everything in the dishwasher as is and then run it twice. If it doesn't get clean, what are you going to look like? 
like I was like that is so profound and I there are some days where I like look at my dishes and I'm like I just can't do one more thing and I'm like you know what and I say to myself run it twice it'll be fine and it's okay to take those shortcuts and do those and like you said like delegating there's a um kind of a time funnel and I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't know if you guys follow Katie Whitledge from Beyond the Technique but um I think she's fabulous and I think she was the one that maybe kind of uh, talked about this but you know there's four things can you eliminate automate delegate or procrastinate on purpose um and like kind of figuring out where things as they come across you know, a new task or a, a new event or something that comes across your desk, like first, can you eliminate it? Do you even need to worry about it? Next, can it be automated or can it be delegated? Or is this something that I don't need to do now, but I can schedule it in later, you know, and kind of thinking about those things and, you know, just, and like when I was saying, you know, take proactive steps, that's what I'm talking about. And just like you're saying, you know, you love having a clean home. It stresses you out when it's not clean. And it's something that, you know, for your mental health and for really your overall success, that's a step that you can take to ensure that it's getting done, but you're not having to spend your time doing it. So I think that's fabulous. Absolutely. And just run the dishwasher twice, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite piece of advice I've ever heard. I love that. I've never heard that before, but I'm not going to, I'm, yeah, I really like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, just, you know, for anyone listening, like thinking about, we talked about the time blocking and there's a whole lesson that we teach in, in CEO, but if you're wanting to walk away today with like, okay, how do I do this? How do I try not to be overwhelmed without getting overwhelmed? Right. So like, where do you go from here? How do you kind of take what we're talking about and put it into action? So something we also do um, in CEO is we do a task audit um, and almost kind of like a time inventory. So you want to take, you want to like give yourself a couple weeks where every single thing that you do, activity task you write it down and you write down you know like write down how long it's taking you or how long it did take you and it's like i said it's an, a task audit and a time inventory you want to see where your time is going what you're doing with it because when you actually take a step back if you're completely honest with yourself and you're holding yourself accountable to recording each task and activity and the time that you spend on it i bet you will be surprised by what you actually spend most of your time on. And that will start to help you see where you can cut out or eliminate some of the things that you don't really need to be, or some of the things that you could be delegating. And then it will help you create time that, purposeful time that you're spending on your growth, both personal and business. And, you know, and kind of, then you can do your hour one like amanda was talking about you take you i always do mine on monday mornings i used to try and do them on sunday nights but it was just 
I wanted to be with my family. So Monday mornings, first thing I do after I drop off kids is I sit and I give myself a good 45 minutes, really. I mean, it's supposed to be an hour, but I don't need that long. And I just, I sit and inventory everything that I need to be doing over this week and accomplish. And then I start plugging it in to the calendar. And then you do an hour done at the end of your week and you take stock of did what did you get accomplished and what are some of the things that you didn't get done. And that's okay too. It's okay to not get everything done on your list. And that's where, you know, that grace comes in. And that, so then what you do, instead of getting overwhelmed with the thought that you didn't get it all done, you move on and you put it on the, the list for next week and you plug it back into your calendar and you continue doing that until you get it done. Yep. So yourself grace through it is is so important too because there's definitely weeks that I fall short that I'll forget to do it and um you know get stressed out and overwhelmed and you just have to give yourself permission to fail and face plant through this and you know it's it's okay if it's not perfect every single week and um you know one of the things that has helped me through those moments those weeks that I'm just having a rough time um, I have become very aware of my stress level throughout the day. And if I find my, myself, you know, escalating, like my stress level escalating, or, um, I just like, you know, I, I hit a wall and, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I have this meditation app now on my phone that, um, I can pull up and they've got like two or three minute meditations that just kind of walk you through being present in the moment, breathing. Um, it even, you can even do like a walking meditation where you're going outside and you're just being in nature and kind of like disconnecting for a minute. Um, and that has been super, super helpful to like, kind of bring back my stress level, bring me back to the present, um, and help to refocus. And, and, you know, it does, it helps you to kind of like, okay, I screwed this up. All things are good. Let's reset and let's move on. And so lots and lots of grace. Absolutely. I love that. And something that I do for myself, I'm a big reader. I love reading. Um, and there's just not, there's not a lot of time. I don't have enough time for that, but something, if I'm in the middle of a book or like, so I just, you know, we went to Heather's wedding and I started a book and, um, I didn't have time. I didn't get to finish it while I was on vacation. So I wanted to make sure I got it finished. So I scheduled, I time blocked like little half hour break in my day where I just got to read for a half hour, you know, and it was just very intentional, like, okay, I'm gonna finish this activity up and then I'm gonna give myself 30 minutes to read. And so I did that over the course of a week and was able to finish my book. And it sounds silly, but for me, you know, it's just like your meditation. That That's my peace of mind. That's my, you know, just my way. It's something I could look forward to. And sometimes you just need to give yourself those moments And it doesn't need to be like a whole block of time. But, you know, if you don't do those things, then you're going to end up, you know, what I used to do, like I said, when I, I would just, I would literally never sleep and I would just go, 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 go. And then you end up with a day where it's total black hole because you're, you've run out of gas. You know, you've got to give yourself that grace. You've got to give yourself some moments where you just kind of refill your cup back up. Yep, absolutely. Can't pour from an empty cup. That is right. 
All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us and chatting, and we'll see you next week. We're going to be doing the weekly on Mondays.